at Dark Black One, at Dark Black One on Twitter. Uh, I wanted to speak about something that I saw. It kind of continues on from what I was talking about earlier with the whole Tariq versus the uh, Shea Butter movement. And, uh, you know, I'm really at a loss of words of what happened to the uh, pro-black community because the the pro-black community is as disorganized, as dysfunctional, as the you know as 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 Christianity is, or the Catholic Church, or any religion. There's 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 dysfunction, but more specifically, I compare pro-blackness to the Bible, because I was talking to the homie in the DMs about, you know, where I felt like pro-blackness has has went and what pro-blackness has become. And I compare it to the Bible. I, I try to make it as uh, as short as I can. But basically, the Bible, when it was written, had many different translations, but ultimately, it was the same, uh, you know, it was the same script, the same scripture. Um, and what happened was people took these different stories, they put, they put them together, they created the Bible, but ultimately it was the same script. But what you had was different denominations forming under this Bible. Now, they all believe in, in Jesus Christ. But they just believe in it differently. Some may say, oh, I believe in Yahweh. Some may say, oh, I believe in, uh, I believe in being a Protestant. I believe in being uh, a, a Catholic. I believe in being a Christian. I want to be a Baptist uh, Christian. I want to be a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. I want to be, uh, you know, all of these different categories under the Bible. But people worship different. They take certain parts of the Bible and they stress certain parts of the Bible. So that's what happened. Now, now you ask people, well, why doesn't this pastor talk to this pastor? Or this kind of congregation work with this congregation? Maybe it's ego, maybe it's whatever. But maybe they worship differently. But from an outside from an outsider looking in, if you are an alien from a different country or you as a person who just did not understand religion at all, you would say, why is there so many different denominations of a religion when it's only one Bible? That's kind of what pro-blackness is. Um, there should be one uniform code that we all follow, that we all abide by, that we all stand to. Ultimately, you know, no matter where you're from, whether you're from UK, whether you're from London, you're up in Canada, you're, you're down in South America, you're, you're in Antarctica, no matter where you're at, whether you're a continental African, whether you're a black American descendant of slaves, whether you are a black Russian, well, no matter where you are on this planet, there should be a, a commonality because of the skin color and because, he, because of the international uh, system of global white supremacy, there should be a uniform code that we all honor and respect. But it's all over the place. 
more in modern times and, and right now in current day we have an issue with all of these things being injected into pro-blackness you have you have now right now going on is the sexuality versus gender versus uh, you know it's a lot of gender war and intersectionality and all of this look man I don't really like getting into that but you find a lot of shea, butter, shea butters who like to put women and homosexuals at the center of the movement. That's why you have the Black Lives Matter movement. It's really a queer first movement that happens to be black people because a lot of black queers, a lot of black LGBTQIAA or whatever, you know, however, uh, I don't know how many letters, but those, those black people aren't allowed into those white spaces. So they need a space to kind of vent uh, at the frustrations of being a homosexual or LGBTQ, IAA, and, or IA or whatever it's called. And the white spaces, they won't let them talk about their struggles with, without uh, centering whiteness. That's why you had a lot of homosexuals, LGBTQ, who voted for Trump. I believe Elon, not Elon Musk, um, who the hell am I talking about? This guy was behind um, PayPal. I actually read his book, Peter Thiel. He has a he has a phenomenal book though. You know, this this guy is a Trump voter, a Trump voter. His name is Peter Thiel. He's an open homosexual, but he voted for uh, he voted for Trump. He's a co-creator of PayPal. He has this book called Zero to One that's talking about business and how you conduct business. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother topic. But one of the best business books that I've read, despite him being a suspected white supremacist. But Peter Thiel, he voted for Trump. I think Trump put him on the board of technology or whatever. He's like the head of technology or whatever the case may be. Another one is uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner... Form, formerly, formerly known as, I believe, Chris Jenner, uh, got a sex change, sex operation, and now identifies as a woman. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner voted for Trump and is an open Trump supporter. So for LGBTQIA, they they know. Look, we're on cold first. At, at least the white ones. The white ones know. Look, we're going to be on cold. We're going to stay on cold. And we're going to get behind white supremacy. Okay? At the end of the day, people can make their comments and people can say their things about homosexuality within the white community. But ultimately, we're going to stay on the side of white supremacy. Um, this is why there are certain circles within the homosexual communities that blacks, uh, the black queers and black lesbians they can't go they can't go into okay it's like oh uh, no 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 blacks allowed so there is racism in the homosexual community and they don't have a place to kind of vent so what they do is they all get around each other and they create these theories and philosophies um and here you go this is what you have the modern day pro blackness which is advertised 
advertised heavily in all of these white-owned, uh, quote-unquote, black publications. And you got to realize that these publications are part of the propaganda machine of white supremacy. This is part of the uh, pro propaganda machine. Articles being written, the way that people think, the way that people digest information. This is part of the propaganda machine. This is how you brainwash people. This is how you get young boys and young girls into believing false notions, false things about white supremacy. Okay? This is how you get them to believe, okay, maybe I should... Maybe I shouldn't look for, for a black man because a black man is naturally violent. He's naturally uh, uh, homophobic. He's naturally misogynistic. He's naturally abusive. And the same tropes that they have, that the white man has about the black man, the black women and the black women and these black girls start to believe these, I mean, these, for for, since the invention of the African American, uh, they start to believe in these racist ideas. Despite them being black, they they carry on the European ideology. And if you notice, a lot of white liberals, a lot of quote unquote good white allies, they co-sign this new modern brand of quote unquote pro-black. So it's all over the place. Um, this is why when Tariq was going at it with Jamila Lemieux, you had a lot of entitled, quote unquote, good white allies hopping in the mentions saying, yeah, Tariq is a bad guy. Tariq is awful. He's a race baiter. You know, um, he's, you know, they try to make him out to be like, uh, he's the, uh, as this coon uh, uh, Miro said on, Jesus and Miro, he says, oh, he's a black Alex Jones. That's that bullshit that the, that the white people like to, you know, push on. But Tariq is speaking truth to power, you know, so anyhow, I digress. But this is something that I saw. You know, the whites jumping in, co-signing these, uh, I guess you could call them black feminists. But uh, for what I understand, I've actually read some black feminist literature. And black feminist literature, at least the, the literature that I read, wasn't so bad. It wasn't as um, anti-black male. And this is by a black feminist, by the way. It wasn't as anti-black male as one would think. I think it was the book was it was a very, very short book. It was called We Should All Be Feminists. And it started, I started to change my mind as far as like things that I weren't, I really weren't conscious of that I was doing or that maybe uh, other people would do. And, you know, you start to become more conscious of that. So there is some valid points within black feminism. However, uh, what tends to happen is they... There's a segment of this sexuality and gender that tries to get, you know, aggressive and tell you, well, you should be, you should be believing this or you should feel this way. Or this is the way you should feel. 
they're really aggressive about it. And I honestly feel like, and there's no proof, this is just me throwing shit up against the wall and hoping it sticks. But a lot of times I feel like these are the, the misfits, these are the people who probably got bullied in high school for being gay or probably got teased in high school or maybe not. Maybe maybe they didn't because a lot of them are even younger. Um, some of them are, are even younger than that. So... <laughs> uh, some of them are even younger than that. And they're really, really, really young. And uh, maybe, maybe when they grew up in high school, people were more comforting, people were more understanding of homosexuality uh, because of their, you know, the generation that they grew up in. But I don't know what it is, but it feels like a lot of them were picked on and they're using that animosity they're using that resentment from them being picked on or them being mistreated by a few by a few individuals in the black community or just in general and they're taking that energy and they're um and they're uh you know they're, they're taking that energy and they're using that to kind of fuel their anger towards straight black men in the black community okay whatever that whatever the case may be because a lot of straight black male or males are just up front they're just gonna say what they feel at the moment or whatever the case may be and a lot of them have resentment towards that so now that they have a, a keyboard and nobody they have this the safety of saying whatever they want to say without having the uh without having to be physically uh, intimidated or physically assaulted, they could say whatever they want to say to straight black men, or they could create whatever narratives behind straight about straight black men because they have the keyboard and they have the audience. So this is what you have right now. You have a lot of people who are trying to push out this, these, these negative tropes, these negative things about straight black men and how violent and how fucked up we are as, as, as individuals. And they're pushing that as, as, as a thing to be out front. So that's why I kind of support what, uh, what Tariq Nasheed is doing, what Tariq Nasheed is saying. Because there's, there needs to be some accountability for what you write, what you put out there. There needs to be some kind of backlash for bullshit that you decide oh okay you know this is a this is a story I'm sticking to this is a story I'm sticking with there needs to be some form of uh, accountability and there is no accountability in the black community and partly part of it is a lot of us we just maybe ignore or block them or mute them when we see some of the fuckery we kind of mute it and we just move on but there needs to be a counter movement, which is the top movement, the tired of the bullshit movement. <laughs> that needs to happen. You know, we can't just sit back and let these false narratives and false uh, stereotypes get pushed out to the front. We just can't do it. So, 
I guess that's pretty much what I wanted to say. I don't want to go too long, but um, there's just way. Oh, snap! Supposed to get off at this exit. Yeah, so there's just way too much bullshit going on for us to kind of just sit back and go with the flow. So we gotta we gotta start speaking up, man. We gotta start speaking out. We gotta start calling them out. And even though I feel like, man, that's not my speed, um, it needs to happen. And I'm out.